rest of his hand because his hand has never been shorter. His concern is our inability to position ourselves to receive from him. There is nothing God cannot do. God is as miracle working as ever. He has never changed. When he saw chaos in the earth that time in Genesis chapter 1, Darkness everywhere. He said, Let there be light. Let there be order. And everything came to order. And it's the same God we deal with today. When the children of Israel did not know how to cross the Red Sea, He parted it for them. When they didn't know how to enter Jericho, he collapsed the walls on their behalf. When they didn't know where to get their next meal, God gave them manna and quails. God has never stopped working miracles. Why then is he not working those miracles in the lives of so many people? It is because of their inability to position themselves to receive from him. When people come for a service of worship like this, it is as if they are ready to receive. But most of them are not ready. The way you have come, you have come as if you are ready to receive and yet you are not. Coming you come, but are you ready to receive? Coming you always come. But do you come ready? Ready to receive. If you come ready to receive, why have you not been receiving? God has no problem. The God side has no issues. But the man's side has many issues. His side has no complications. But our side has all kinds of complications. Many are the times when we do not come ready to receive. When the word of God is coming, that is when you think about how difficult your husband is. Or how long we have suffered. So people come to the house of God, come to a service of worship, where there is power for them to experience the miraculous, but they don't experience it because they are not ready for it. Many people do not come ready. They do not come ready. 
Just now, God is ready to do many things in our lives. But I wonder how many of us are ready to receive those great things that God wants to do. Jesus went ready to work miracles in Nazareth. He went ready. He went ready. He was ready to do mighty works. Because the Bible says he could do no mighty work, meaning he went ready to do mighty works. Why? The Bible says Jesus marveled at their unbelief. He marveled. I think he must have laid his hand on one cancerous pharaoh. But the cancer was not healed. He went to another. Probably with a tumor. Laid hands. Tumor did not go. These are the things I do in Capernaum. These are the things I do in Capernaum. Why am I failing to do them in Nazareth? Maybe he must have laid hand on one dead fellow. Rise up! The man could not rise up. <laughs> These are the things I do in Bethany. In Bethany, I even raised a man who was four days old in the grave. In the house of Jairus, I raised a girl who had been dead for hours. Why is this not happening? Maybe he laid hands on somebody with migraine headache. But the migraine increased. What is happening? And then he noticed that there was chronic lack of faith. Because the Bible says Jesus marveled. In other words, he had never come across such dimensions of chronic unbelief among the people. So that gives us an idea as to why mighty works could not happen in Nazareth. He was called Jesus of Nazareth. And yet in Nazareth he could not do mighty works because of their unbelief. What is unbelief? Giving reasons why it cannot happen. Having reasons why God cannot do it. God cannot do it. I know God heals, but ah. looking at how I have suffered, I don't think I am the one to be healed. I know he can heal others, but not me, because I have suffered for a long time. Oh, God will save your husband. Or maybe my husband's neighbor. 
but not mine. Because pastor doesn't know how difficult mine is. I will say amen for the sake of my sister's <laughs> husband. And belief simply means giving reasons or excuses as to why you think God cannot do it in your own that's unbelief. Unbelief means doubting that God can do it for you now. Yes, he can do it maybe in five years' time, but not now. And belief means concluding that God cannot do it in this area because it didn't happen in that particular area. God is saying to us this morning, He is as miracle working as ever. But are we ready for his miracle? Receiving from God requires us to have childlike faith. Childlike faith. The child of the poorest man will believe his father when he says as I go when I come back I will bring you a bicycle he will believe it he will even run around tell all his friends that my daddy is bringing me a bicycle and yet his own father is the poorest poorest man in town he doesn't ask, the, ah, ah, last night we didn't eat. How are you going to buy bicycle? The problem with so many of us is that we are, we, we are too grown up. We are too grown up. We are not children when it comes to the faith that God wants us to exercise. We have too many reasons why it must not happen. Too many reasons. Do you believe? <laughs> yes, sir. I believe, sir. I believe, sir. Only that you know, you know these things, sir. <laughs> you know these things, sir. Otherwise, I believe. I believe me. I believe. You are too grown up to believe. Too grown up. Too grown up. Not many take God at his word. 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 To have childlike faith means 
taking God at his word. Regardless of your current situations. Is it making sense? Hallelujah. Amen. I don't want to waste my time preaching to people that are not in the right frame of mind. Many Christians are simply religious. Anyway, we come from those backgrounds. We come from religious churches. Where people have a form of godliness but they deny the power of God from working in their lives. So people come to church, they go home the same. That's religion. You come sick, you go sick. You come confused, you go confused. That's religion. That's not Christianity. Christianity transforms. It transforms. It transforms. Because Christianity means divinity inhabiting humanity. And God cannot be in you and you remain the same. God cannot be in you and sickness continues to be in you. Affliction continues to be in you. Confusion continues to be in you. No! 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 The life in us is the life of God. I said the life in us is not just human life. We have the life of God in us. He who has the son has life. We have life. Somebody shout I have life. I have life. Say it again. I have life. I have life. Jesus said I have come that they may have life. And that they should have it to the full. That they should have it in overflowing dimensions. That's the kind of life we have in Christ Jesus. That is the kind of life. Now, the moment this life enters you, there has to be a difference in your life. There has to be that marked difference. People should see that life is different for you. But how many of us life is really different for us? It is because we embraced Christ but with the spirit of religion. So we think that coming, going to a service of worship is just for the sake of it. You will not go to church because it is exciting to do so. No, we go there to meet with God. To be ministered by his angels. To receive the ministration of the word which 
has capacity to change our world. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, praise the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, praise the name of Jesus. Amen. You must vow never to come to meetings like these and go back the same. Now, you cannot come to a meeting like this crying and go back crying and come again next month crying because of the same problem. It means nothing is changing about your life. And you can't tell me it is because the word is not powerful. And you can't tell me it is because God has failed to help you. It is because you have an attitude problem. You have an attitude problem. You have closed up your heart. You come to the house of God religiously without any clue or idea of what God should do for you. Listen, the God side has no problem. It is only our side that has problems. God is as powerful as ever. What you are, you are looking for, God is able to give it to you. But are you ready? Are you ready for it? Are you ready for what you want God to do for you? You may be sitting. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I will be speaking on the subject, the God of miracles, wonders, and signs. This is part two. And next month I'll give you part three. The God of miracles, wonders, and signs. And let me read three passages of scripture very quickly in English. Acts chapter 2 and verse number 22. Where the Bible says, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested by God to you by miracles wonders and signs which God did through him in your midst as you yourselves also know. Second Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 12. The Bible says truly the signs of an apostle were accomplished among you with all perseverance in signs and wonders and mighty deeds. Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 4. The Bible says, Hebrews chapter 2 and verse number 4. It says, God also bearing witness both with signs and wonders, with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his own will. Praise the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Miracles, wonders, and signs are a description of the same thing. They are a description of the same thing. When we talk of miracles, wonders, and signs, we are talking about God's mighty deeds. The mighty deeds of God are summarized or described as miracles, wonders, and signs. And I want us to know that the Lord our God is a mighty working God. He's a God who does mighty things. In Deuteronomy chapter 3 and verse number 24. Deuteronomy 3, 24. Deuteronomy chapter 3 and verse number 24. Deuteronomy 3, 24. The Bible says, O Lord God, you have begun to show your servant your greatness, your mighty hand, for what God is there in heaven or on earth who can do anything like your works and your mighty deeds. Says, is there any God like that? Is there any God who can do mighty deeds like you do that? Somebody shout, there is no God like that. There is no God like that. In Psalm 145 and verse number 4. Masalima 145 I'm showing you at this point that the Lord our God is a God of mighty works. And it is those mighty works that are called miracles, wonders, and signs. Psalm 145 and verse number 4. Psalm 145 The Bible says one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. The Lord our God is a God of mighty acts. The God of mighty acts. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew 11. Verses 20 to 23. Matthew chapter 11. Matthew 11. Verse 20 to 23. Then he began to rebuke the cities in which most of his mighty works had been done because they did not repent. The stubbornness we see in people in our time was there even in the time of Jesus. They saw Jesus working mighty works. But they never repented. So he rebuked those cities in which most of his mighty acts were done. Read quickly here. What to you he began with Chorazin? What to you Bethsaida? For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. Now he also rebuked 
uh, Capernaum. Look at this, verse 22. But I say to you, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the day of judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, you are exalted to heaven. It says, you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to heads or hardest. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. Let's add verse 24. But I said to you that it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom in the day of judgment than for you. This verse of scripture, this passage we have read. Attest to the fact that Jesus performed mighty deeds. He did mighty works in Bethsaida. He did mighty works in Capernaum. And this hour, he is doing mighty works in your personal life in the name of Jesus. Amen. These mighty works of God are number one described as miracles. Miracles. Now, they are described as miracles to depict their source. When we say that something is a miracle, we are simply saying that its source is not human. It has not happened because of human capacity. It has happened by supernatural means. And in this case, we are talking about the power of God. I want to pray for you that this year, even from this service, God is doing a miracle in your life. Amen. The meaning is something that will be ascribable to God. Will be happening in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm talking to someone. Can I hear their shout of amen here? Amen. Mighty deeds of the Lord are called miracles to describe their source, their nature, where they are coming from. And I'm saying to you today that something whose source shall be God alone shall be happening in your life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. A testimony that people will be calling a miracle. A breakthrough that will be described as a miracle. Is landing on your head right now in the name of Jesus Christ. I said it is landing on your head right now in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Please can I hear loud a shout of amen. Amen. The meaning is whenever such mighty works are done. They are not just done by human capacity. They are done by divine capacity. May you accomplish things in business. May you accomplish things in your workplace. May you accomplish things financially. 
that shall be done by the power of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Acts chapter 4 and verse number 33. The Bible says with great power did the apostles give witness to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. They did not do it by human capacity. They did it by the power of God. From today, never do anything by just your power. Do business by the power of God. Run your marriages by the power of God. Work in your workplace by the power of God. The results you are going to achieve shall be called a miracle. Because people will say this cannot be a human hand. This cannot be a human being. Hallelujah. Amen. In Acts chapter 14, when you read verses 7 to 12, the Bible says that Paul was ministering and there was a man in that place who had been a cripple from birth who looked at Paul and then the Bible says when Paul looked at him seeing that he had faith to be healed he spoke to the man he said stand up straight and the man stood up straight my God and hear this. The idol worshippers, the people of that area, they said about Paul and Silas, they said this must be God. So they called one Zenas, who was one of their gods. Why? Because they knew a human being could not do such a thing. They knew a human being could not do such a thing. That was sourced from the Almighty God. So because they didn't know the Almighty God, they and they, began, they wanted to sacrifice to him. And Paul said, no, 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 we are a fellow human beings. <laughs> We've done this by the power of God. Now, hear this. The results in your business shall reflect the exploits of God. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. I'm talking to you. Can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. These mighty works of God are also called wonders. Number one, they are called miracles to describe their source. Number two, they are described as wonders. The mighty works of God are called wonders to describe their appearance. To describe their appearance. If it is his mighty deed, it will not be ordinary. It will be wonderful. Are we together here? Amen. Whenever God does something, it is always wonderful. 
When it is man doing it, it is ordinary. When it is God doing it, it is amazing. It is perplexing and astonishing. And the things Jesus did in his earthly ministry were described as wonders. Described as wonders. Because that is what they are. When it is God doing it, the appearance of what has been done will be amazing to the onlooker. From today, may God give you amazing testimonies, amazing breakthroughs, amazing promotions, amazing change of labor. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I mean, look at Mark chapter 2 and verse number 12. When Jesus healed that man who had paralysis, he had stroke. He could not walk by himself. He was brought to the meeting by his friends. And the Bible says Jesus spoke to him. In verse number 11 of Mark chapter 2, rise up. Take your mat and go. And in verse number 12, the Bible says immediately the man rose up, took his mat, and went in the sight of everyone. Everyone saw. May God give you a public testimony. One that everyone shall see. Now, when a barren woman becomes pregnant, now, do, do, do you have to think that you can't see that she's pregnant? Huh? Well, that woman becomes pregnant. So, five, six months down the line. Everyone who sees that this is a wonderful woman. A wonderful thing has happened to her. May God give you a public testimony. In business, may he give you a public testimony. Amen. Maritally, may he give you a public testimony. Amen. In your workplace, may God. God give you a public testimony. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. If I'm talking to you, can I hear your loud shout of amen? Amen. In Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4. Verses 33 to 36. You see the same thing? When Jesus cast out that devil, the Bible says that everyone was amazed. Now, after this meeting, amazing things will be happening to you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Those that were thinking that because of what you've gone through, you're going to break down. They are mistaken. Because you will never break down. Instead, you will be rising higher and higher and higher in the name of Jesus. Uh, if that is you I'm talking to, can I hear your loud shout of amen? Amen. So... His mighty works are called wonders because whenever they happen, they invoke or trigger a feeling of wonder. 
feeling of one how has this happened this must be a wonderful thing an amazing act I am astonished may you live in the realm of amazement in the mighty name of Jesus Christ Amen. now these mighty works of God are also called signs. Signs. Why are they called signs? It is because by calling them signs, we are trying to describe their destination. The aim of the mighty deeds. These mighty works of God. They point out their author. That the author is God. Is it making sense? So they are a proof of the divinity of God. Science. We use signs to mean we are not just recipients of the miracle, which is wonderful, but it is also proof that the God we serve is not fake. It is evidence that our believing in him is not a joke. That we did not waste our time to follow Jesus. Oh my God. That we are not following cunning fables of men. That we are not Followers of an abstract God. Whose agenda is to dupe us. That after this life will say, Ah, there is no God, I didn't know. That is why they are called signs. They are a pointer to the faithfulness of God. A pointer to the almightiness of God. There are people listening to me here. That are being insulted by others. People are scorning you for being a child of God. A prayer warrior. You are involved in fasting. And they are calling you mischief. Because you are always associated with the house of God. The reason why they are scorning you is because nothing is working for you. So what they are saying is you are wasting your time going to those women of hope breakthrough centers. This time around, the same people shall be given a sign by God through you. So God will be working mighty deeds in some of us as a sign to scorners that we did not waste our time Could to follow Jesus. Jesus. Please, I'm talking to you. Can I hear your loud shout of it? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.
I said hallelujah. Amen. That is why, for example, in talking about the miracle of speaking in tongues, now, how many know speaking in tongues is a miracle? That is a language you are speaking without learning. And it is not your mother language. It's a miracle. You are speaking a language that only God in heaven understands. That's a miracle. Because if I said right now, you don't understand. You are saying, what is this foolish man talking about? But what I have just said in time, all the ghost has understood it. And very soon you shall see a testimony of it in my life. Is, is it making sense? It is a miracle. Now, he's talking about that miracle. Apostle Paul says, praise the name of Jesus. I said, praise the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He says that tongues are a sign not to the believer but to the unbeliever. Are we together here? Why? Because Chifanya. when an unbeliever hears you speaking tongues what is it? God must be wonderful. God must be wonderful. I know this guy. He's a guy. So he can only speak either Tumbuka or English. But he's saying Rabakuta. Jendekete. Kayakata. Rakata. Masuta. Jetabai. I better follow his law. I want that language. Hallelujah. Amen. May God give you a miracle that shall be a sign to people around you. That shall be a proof to you and to the people around you that you did not believe God in vain. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. I'm talking to you. Can I hear your loud shout of amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So the nature and mode of manifestation of the mighty acts of God are a sign or evidence that God is real. And that his word is true. That is why when Naaman got here in 2 Kings chapter 5 and verse number 15 this is what he said. Indeed now I know that there is no God in all the earth except in Israel. Says, Indeed. So that miracle that happened to him when he went to dip himself in the river Jordan seven times and he got healed of leprosy it was a sign to him that there is no God anywhere else in the earth except the God of the Hebrews and that's the God we believe in Jehovah God 
the miracle working God. See, I am that I am. And this God will surprise you with a miracle. I said he will surprise you with a testimony. In the mighty name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now hear this. Let me give you five types of God's mighty deeds. And I'm believing God for the manifestation of each one of them. In our lives. Please, I'm talking to you. Amen. Types of mighty deeds. That are miracles. Amen. Wonders and signs. This is in the game. Number one. Marital mighty deeds. Zampanvo Zambanja. Marital mighty deeds. Zampanvo Zochidega Zambanja. Under that we have number one marital settlement. Pansi Bajimeneje Tiri Ndichambirira. Marital settlement. There are people listening to me here that are in need of this kind of mighty deed in their life. To some of you, this is not an issue, it is not a need. But there is someone whose need is marital settlement. Today, receive grace for your settlement. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. In Genesis chapter 2. Genesis 2. Verses 18 to 21, 25. 18 to 25. God said it is not good for a man to be alone. I will make for him a suitable help. And God brought a woman to the man. And if you're a lady and you're in need of marriage or settlement, I see God picking you. Because God did not take Adam to Eve. He took Eve to Adam. Hallelujah. Amen. The the kind of thing that people do during the wedding day. During the wedding ceremony. The father will be going with the lady. To the man. Now apart from your earthly father. Who can only pick you in church during wedding ceremony. You have a heavenly father. Who can pick you to the man that must marry you. For some single lady here, that miracle is happening this year. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. I see God picking some single ladies here. Taking them to their prospective husbands by force. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. I don't know if I'm communicating. You have a seated. Amen. Now, in Psalm 68, verse number 6, God settles the solitary in families. 
kambanja. He settles the solitary, those that are single. He has power to settle them in homes. And I'm saying that that miracle is happening this year. Somebody is going to see you by miracle. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. The same God who gave the midwives, the Hebrew midwives' homes. Meaning he gave them marriages. Is giving single ladies in this service their portion in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Exodus chapter 1 verses 20 to 21. Exodus 1, dimia 20, baka 21. Marito mighty deeds of God. Zampamvu mbachidajita. In terms of marito settlement. Number two, in terms of marito stability. Jachwire kupasidwa ntendere mbanja. Marito stability. Ntendere mbanja. Marito comfort. Kutuchintizi mbanja. Marito satisfaction. Kukutitzidwa mbanja. Marriage is not just about being God misses so so when there is no peace. Marriage that's not what we are talking about. There is a dimension of marital stability that has to do with peace. Where you are satisfied that I am married. You are not regretting why you married. You got married. Because there are some of you here. If you were to go back to childhood. And marry again. And the same man you are married to came. To propose you. With hindsight you would say no not you. But listen. Come and visit that. Jesus has capacity to calm storms. Yes, Christ, and you could take it Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41. When a storm arose over the Sea of Galilee, Jesus said, Peace be still. And there was calm. And I decree to all troubled marriages. Marriages that are not working. Thank God that the man buys groceries, but apart from that, there is no peace. At least he pays fees for children. So women say, That's not what we are talking about. I decree that every marriage here that is facing any kind of storm, financial storm, bedroom storm, whether it is a storm of sickness or disease, lack of relationship and fellowship between you and your husband, I decree today. 
That storm is over. That storm is over. That storm is over. I said that storm is over. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please can I hear a loud shout of amen. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Last month we prayed a lot around sexual issues in marriage. I don't have to go back to what we discussed. Are we together here? Amen. I'm surprised that among the testimonies there wasn't any in that area. <laughs> anyway, those, those issues are kept under wraps. Hallelujah. Somebody shout marital stability. Marital stability is the portion is the portion of every marriage in this service. For every marriage in this service. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. And then still talking about mighty deeds of God in the area of marital life. We can talk about conception. That's right. Conception. Kuberik. Conception. Kuberik. Conception. The miracle of the fruit of the womb. In Genesis chapter 30. Genesis 30. Verses 1 to 2. This became a big concern in the life of Rachel. She was married but childless. And so the Bible says. Now when Rachel saw that she bore Jacob no children. Rachel envied her sister. And said to Jacob. Give me children or else I die. Mm. There was a quarrel. There was a quarrel. Give me children. Or else I die. I better die than to have no children. And Jacob replied. The Bible says, and Jacob's anger was aroused. The family that knew no quarreling before quarreled because there was no child. So lack of children in a marriage can be a source of quarrel, a source of anger. Says Jacob and Jacob's anger was aroused against Rachel and he said, am I in the place of God who has withheld you from the fruit of the womb? But here is the good news. Verse number 20. No, verse number 22. Then God remembered Rachel. And God listened to her. And opened her womb. The devil had locked it. But God opened it. Today, we stand on God's behalf. To announce that every womb that was closed, that it will never have children, that womb is now open in the name of Jesus. That womb is carrying a baby this year in the name of Jesus. That womb is carrying a baby this year in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Now, type number one of mighty deeds are marital. Life 
mighty days. Number two, career. Career mighty deeds. Career mighty deeds. And I'm looking at four things. Number one, business mighty deeds. Business mighty deeds. Jehovah God works business miracles. He did it for Peter in Luke chapter 5, verses 1 to 10. Anamujidra Petro, Muluka chapter 5, Ndime 1, Pagana 10. The man toiled the whole night. Mundana, Vudika Gwira Jiro Sigos. But he did not catch anything. There are women like that listening to me. Alibas Maya, John Jamel Vetera. Business, just a name that they are doing business. Amango Zikandizina, Kudamabanga business. It's not that there is anything in the business. Some people open the doors of their shop from morning to evening without anybody even asking the price of anything in the shop. People through the window to, to look at it's not, they don't enter by the door. They uh, just see at the window and they off they go. And from today, your business shall be the busiest. Amen. I said your business shall be the busiest. Amen. You are breaking forward in your business. Amen. You are going far in that business. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Concerning your business. There will be more orders that you can supply. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Your business is blossoming. Amen. Your business is growing. Amen. Your business is expanding. Amen. I stretch your business right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 In case you lost your business, God has capacity to work miracles of restoration. Job 42 verses 12 to 16. Job 42 verses 12 to 16. The businesses of Job that had collapsed all came back. In double dimensions. In double dimensions. I said Job 42. Job 42. You see, sometimes when I mention verses, people don't listen. They are thinking about what am I going to eat for lunch. And I'm mentioning verses. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. All the businesses of Job came back. My business also And his latter end was greater than his beginning. Tell your neighbor that is my portion. Number two, career mighty deeds, workplace breakthroughs. Workplace breakthroughs. Where we are talking about the manifestation of favor and promotions. 
If it is not promotion, there has to be another dimension of favor. Your workplace is not a place for your oppression. It is a workplace, not oppression place. Therefore, and the power of oppression against you in your workplace. We destroy it in the name of Jesus. We crush it in the name of Jesus. We tear it down in the name of Jesus. Now be like Joseph. In Genesis 39, Genesis 39, verses 1 to 4. This man Joseph was highly favored by his boss. There are some of you, the source of your oppression in the workplace is actually your boss. I thank God I've never had a boss like that. Who instead of sitting on his chair, he's sitting <laughs> on your head. <laughs> the devil is a liar. Now, listen. The same grace I'm enjoying in my workplace. May you enjoy it in the name of Jesus. I said, may you enjoy it in the name of Jesus. May you enjoy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Now, hear this. David said Number three dimension of career mighty deeds. We are talking about strategic appointments for special projects. Meaning that they have trusted you. And some of you, you work in places where if you are given such a project, you know it is also a lot of money for you personally. Especially, for example, those of you that work in the civil service. And then they say, no, there is this UN project. You are going to be the program manager. You go around the country, but you also be overseeing some aspects of this project in Zambia, Mozambique, Zimbabwe, 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 and Kenya. And then once a quarter, we'll be meeting in Washington. You know that you are going to build several houses. Now, may those favors land on some people here. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, it was a project of this nature that changed the life of Joseph in Egypt. It was a special appointment for a particular project. Food conservation project. 
Osambala kuyanga ninachaku dia NFRA NFRA National Food Reserve Agency Bungri jemeneli masamala chakuja kumale kuno Pharaoh said we don't have anybody with this kind of expertise. Egypt is big but we know the people that are in Egypt. Egypt We know you are an immigrant. You are a foreigner. But you are taking over. You are taking over. He was given a special project that lasted for 14 years. Was that my project? Three years. 14 years. 14 years. Amen. May God give you special projects. Amen. I said, may God give you special projects. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I said, hallelujah. Amen. I release an anointing here for women to build houses. Three houses. Seven houses. Twelve houses. Twenty-five houses. Fifty-five houses. Hundred houses. Two hundred houses. Five hundred houses. Two thousand houses. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout and receive it. Receive it. You may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't just invite us for baby dedication. Invite us to house dedication. Pastor, I've built five houses. Those ones, even though I'm busy, I'll squeeze myself to come to dedicate the houses. Not just baby, 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 baby. Not just dedicate this. We want to be dedicating what? Houses. Built by you. Built by you. That grace to build is landing on you. I said it is landing on some woman here. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. You are not the type who is going to build one house all your life. Huh? Huh? No, somebody shout, no, not me, not me. Huh? In 65 years, one house. In Zaka 65, you buy more. No, I tell you never, not me. I was a deosadine. Unfortunately, there are some people in 65 years, no house. In 65 years, no house. No house in 65. Others at least one. And I But as for you, at least 10 houses. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. I said in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh yes. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. We can go on and on to talk about that, but let's move to number three dimension of God's mighty deeds. It's called healing and health. Healing and health. The greatest miracle in this regard is that of good health, no medication for years. Do you know that God can give you that kind of miracle? No medication. Where you are just visiting the sick, but you are never sick yourself. Not because you eat well. I mean, there is a place for eating well. Not because you are exercising. Because, I mean, it is good to exercise. But because it is a miracle from heaven. A thousand shall fall on your side. Ten thousand on your right hand. But it shall not come near you. Let us believe the scriptures. A thousand may be sick on your side. Ten thousand on your right hand. But no sickness shall come near. That's the greatest miracle you made. Hallelujah. Amen. May you receive that grace in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said, may you receive this kind of miracle in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I believe the miracle of good health is better than the miracle of financial breakthrough. You may have all the money, but if you are sick, are you going to enjoy the money? It will just help you to buy medication. But if your health is strong, you have all the time to look for money. May you enjoy the best of health in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. May you never die before your time in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. But in case you are afflicted in your health, I decree to you, may God perform on your body. Like our sisters testify, the miracle of healing in the name of Jesus. I said, may he work a miracle of healing in your body in the name of Jesus. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Every plant of sickness and disease in your body is now uprooted in the name of Jesus I decree this hour what they medically said you have. 
I declare today on behalf of Dr. Jesus you no longer have it. You don't have it anymore in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, oh yes. Somebody shout, I don't have it. I don't have it. Say it again, I don't have it. I don't have it. Say it louder, I don't have it. I don't have it. You don't have tuberculosis. Amen. You don't have HIV AIDS. Amen. You don't have migraine headache. Amen. You don't have fibroid and tumor. Amen. You don't have cancer of any kind. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout, I don't have it. I don't have it. Hallelujah. Amen. You may be seated. Hear this. Um, I need to quickly rest against time here. Number four, financial and material resource abundance. Kuboleza, mwazachuma, ndiku karanazo, zinto, zochuluka. Financial abundance. Kukande kuboleza mwazachuma. Material resource abundance. Ndiku karanazo, zinto, zochuluka. Financial abundance and material resource abundance. Scripturally, we've seen God work mighty deeds in these areas. For example, in 1 Kings chapter 17, one Mafum seventeen verses fourteen to sixteen. Dimia fourteen paka sixteen. The Bible says Bible that the cruise of oil of that widow of Zarephath never ran dry. The Mafutoche Baja and Zmewa Masia Zarephath Sanate. Why is it that your financial cruise is always dry? And I'm asking why is it that your financial cruise is always dry? Chikujano Jazajuma Bank account always zero. That's what I'm trying to say now. Zero. Handbag full of tissues. <laughs> Instead of money, it's full of tissues. All your tissues are becoming money in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. It is possible. This will take. For your bank account, bank never to run dry financially. You know, there are these scriptural examples that attest to the fact that it can happen to anybody who cares to believe. It is possible for your account never to run dry. Not because you are getting loans, but because God is blessing you financially. This thing of always having money through loans has come to an end because this time around you are going to have money by God's blessing. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Those of you that are victims of debts, I decree today that yoke is broken. 
That chain is broken. Be free from financial debt in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm talking to you. Can I hear your loud shout of amen? Amen. The Bible says, Bible good. A cruise of oil never dried up. A cruise of flour never ran dry. I don't know for how long. But at least for three years it never ran dry. And these things were captured in the Bible for our learning. And listen. It was because Elijah made a pronouncement. He said, when you give me a meal, the cruise of the oil will never run dry. And your cruise of flour will never run dry. And so it was. As long as that woman fed the man of God, Elijah, the cruise of our oil Never under as spoken by the man of God. So I want to speak in the same spirit that whatever you have now shall never go down. I said it shall never go down. It shall never run dry. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Before your money finishes, Samoa will come. I said Samoa will come. I said Samoa will come. I said Samoa will come. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I decree that throughout this year may money never be an issue in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, some of you have been praying, Lord, financial breakthrough. Every year, financial breakthrough. May God answer that prayer in your life once and for all. Amen. I said once and for all. Amen. I said once and for all. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please, 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 please sit down. Sit down. If you have a child, a son, a daughter outside this country, Lift your hand. Lift your hand. Father, Adad, I pray for the sons and daughters of your children that are here and those that are not here. All of them are protected by the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus. No weapon fashioned against your sons and daughters abroad shall be able to prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. And I declare that all that must be well with your sons and daughters is now well in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whether they are in Australia, whether in the UK, whether they are in America, in South Africa, it doesn't matter where they are. I decree that your sons and daughters abroad are protected, are preserved, and they shall prosper in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Let's, let's, let's move on here. Now, number four. Number four. 
We are looking at financial and material resource abundance. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody shout financially. Financially. I will never go down. I will never go down. The money I have now. The money I have now. Will never finish. Will never finish. Say it again. The money I have now. The money I have now. Will never finish. Will never finish. The money I have now. The man I have now will never finish. Will never finish. Every good thing that I have. Every good thing that I have shall never finish. Shall never finish. Shall never end. Shall never end. Shall never go down. Shall never go down. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Now, within this context, we can also talk about the miracle of supernatural supplies. Supernatural supplies. I mean, people like Elijah and were fed supernaturally. 1 Kings chapter 17 and verse number 6. Birds fed Elijah. Birds. Listen, this year don't worry about people. Because if people don't want to stand with you, God will command birds. Now, the meaning is we all have expected sources of income. Mwina kuofe sani basa trip hmm. Tilimozi Kamena ntumiza ufiludi Kwina wagi wala ntumiza kuarusha kutraining Our sister was giving a testimony here That she went away for three weeks Those are allowances It's not just hmm. knowledge you get financial It's part of uh, financial comfort <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. But when we talk of Elijah being fed by birds, then we are talking about God. Hear this. Giving you resources from unexpected sources. In Isaiah 48:21, he gave them water from a rock. And by the way, that was a mobile rock. Because the Bible says which rock is Jesus Christ. Yes, I now He never was known to them as Jesus. But he was known to them as a rock. When they needed water, he just flashed it out. 
With their physical eyes, they saw rock. But that rock was Jesus. I decree that this year, beyond your expectation, the God that I serve will surprise you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. There are quite a number of you. Who are struggling financially. Not because you are lazy. Not because you are not doing business. But because some people are holding your money. Now if you are such kind of a woman. Lift your right hand. I want to pray. That money must come by fire. Father. Mm. And king of glory. Yes. I call upon your holy name. Yes. Concerning companies and individuals. Yes, Lord. That all these women money. Mm. They are failing to undertake certain projects. Mm. Because their money is being withheld. Mm. We know it is a weapon of darkness. Mm. A maneuver of the devil. Yes. To keep these women on the same spot. Mm. But today. We arise against that demonic power. Amen. And we announce that all such monies are released. Amen. I said they are released. Amen. Money belonging to these women be released now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be released now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Whether this money is in government offices, mm. some private companies or mm. NGOs or mm. individuals that mm. got some property, whatever it is, mm. I announce today, they are all releasing those monies by fire and by thunder in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, may you thunder in those offices. Amen. And let money be released by force as a matter of urgency in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen here? Amen. Please, may everyone shout amen three times. Amen. 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 You know, there is a law of sowing and reaping. Whether it is an issue to do with you or not, it is better to say amen can, as can you stand you, with those whose issue it is. Amen. Because the Holy Spirit is addressing different people the riches of Jacob were by miracle the man was oppressed for 20 years but even though he was being oppressed God still made it possible for him to be rich Genesis chapter 30 Genesis 30, verse, verse 43. Genesis 30, verse number 43. Genesis 30, verse number 43. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter where life finds you today. There is God in heaven who works mighty deeds. Don't worry about those who seem to have gone ahead of you. Ah, look at once. Kings chapter 18. 
didn't Ahab go ahead of Elijah. He went ahead of Elijah. And Sogora. But come. When Elijah took off, area Adayamborin, he overtook her. I see so many women here receiving an overtaking anointing. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Mm. Something good is happening to someone listening to me. The other miracle I see happening in this realm here, still uh, talking about number four, is the realm of multiplication of what you have. Food multiplication. Financial multiplication. Clothes multiplication. Some of you have not, have you not noticed that when you occupied the house you live in now, you were saying, oh, this is, this is, the bedroom is big, massive wardrobe, today the whole place is full of things. Huh? Why? God is multiplying. But I want to announce that whatever it is that is good in your life, may God multiply it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. In your homes, in your businesses, mm. in your workplaces. Mm. May you receive the miracle of multiplication. Amen. The miracle of multiplication. Amen. I declare multiplication of your income. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Multiplication of your peace. Amen. Multiplication of your joy. Amen. Multiplication of your success. Amen. Multiplication of your prosperity. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear loud a shout of amen? Amen. You may be seated. Oh, I don't know if I'm talking to the right people. Amen. The last one I want to give us, number five, is spiritual and emotional life miracles. God works spiritual miracles and he does work mighty deeds in our emotional lives. Apostle Paul says we are persecuted on every side, but we are never crushed. That is what Apostle Paul said. We are hard pressed on every side, but we are never crushed. We are still intact. That is God working the miracle of emotional healing and stability. 
Now, what is happening these days is that there are so many people, especially women, that are going into depression. People have gone to the hospital to be tested of, say, malaria, what, 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 no, I'm feeling body pains, but maybe it's malaria. They try this, they try this. They say, no, there's no, you have no issues. And the doctors have said to such people, you think too much. What is happening at home? And then people have started now narrating, hey, my husband is going out with another ah, woman. So it is killing you now. It is killing you. You are not sick. But you are thinking too much. So this miracle is very important. It is an important miracle. It has nothing to do with money. <laughs> it has to do with your emotional stability. No matter the situation. The kind of thing that Habakkuk talked about. Habakkuk chapter 3. Verses 17 to 19. Says even though there are no herbs in the store. There are no fruits in the vine. In other words, he's saying, even though my investments have not yielded me anything, he says, I will not break down. I will rejoice in the Lord God of my salvation. That is what I'm, I'm talking about. Emotional stability. Emotional stability. You are not moved. It's not that they don't have feelings, but God has worked on them. That is what it means when the Bible says, be strong and courageous. Be strong. Meaning, don't allow anything to break you down. Joshua 1, verse number 6. Be Joshua. Joshua. Chapter 1, verse number 6. Be strong. Means don't allow anything. Don't break down under the weight of any kind of challenge. Be courageous. Means do big things. Don't be afraid of failing or don't be afraid of competitors. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. And then we are talking about spiritual miracle. Where God helps you to break bad habits. There are some of you that are failing to make headways in life because of some bad habits. Anger. Talkativeness. Unforgiveness. Jealousy. Suspicion against your husband who is very innocent. When the husband comes home. 
mouth. You look at him. He said, look at how you are, how you are moving your mouth. I think you were kissing a woman, you. <laughs> Where did I kiss a woman? No, no, no. Why are you moving your mouth like that? <laughs> Suspicion. Suspicion. There is a classic example in Mark chapter 5, verses 1 to 20 as we close, of the kind of spiritual and emotional miracle that God can work in the life of a person. There is a story there of this man who had a legion of demons. I don't have to go into details because time would not allow me to do that. But we see in that passage of scripture five characteristics of his problem. Number one, his problem was caused by a demon. Verse 2 tells us that. Most of the emotional imbalances of people are demonically authored. Anger, jealousy. A violent attitude. You know, when, when we say that someone is violent, it means, for example, for married people, your husband comes home and he hugs you. Then what do you say? Uh, <laughs> One day. Just know who is my one deal. His problem was caused by a demon. Number two. He suffered an embarrassing problem. It was embarrassing. The Bible says that he used to live among the tombs. Can you imagine? Someone who was normal. But through some demonic attacks, he was dragged out of civilization to live among the tombs. He suffered an embarrassing problem. And most of the emotional pains of people come because of a shameful experience that they have gone through in life. There are people that have said, Pastor, everyone is talking about my problem. But is that true? Do people have time to be talking about a problem? They have got their own problems. 
So he suffered an embarrassing problem. Number three, he encountered a stubborn problem. The Bible says that people tried to chain this man. I think the idea was to keep him in, in their houses. But every time they tied him, he broke the chain. So much that there was no man to control him. Why? The problem was stubborn. And if you're a woman suffering that kind of problem, there are some of you, your problem has not changed. Since 2003, the same problem. A pastor prayed for you 10 years ago. It was on the same issue. You met another pastor three years ago. It was the same what? Issue. Now you have come, you are meeting Pastor Banda. If I ask you, what is the issue? It is the same stubborn problem. But today, that problem is cancelled. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But also, this man suffered a tormenting problem. It tormented him. The Bible says he cut himself with his stones. Cutting himself with stones was his bad habit. The way some women eat soil. Eating soil like sugar. It's a bad habit. Hallelujah. Amen. Cutting himself with his stones. That means there was blood everywhere. He lost a lot of blood by cutting himself. Continually. He was tormented. And this problem number five was one that was meant to suffocate his destiny. The man was supposed to be an evangelist. But the devil attacked him and said, no, you, no. He was muzzled by demons. In order to suffocate his destiny. We know that because after he got delivered, he went to ten cities where he preached. And wherever he went, people marveled. And that is what the devil was trying to stop. But the good news I want to show you is that even though this man suffered this much, Jesus yes. set him free. Jesus did a mighty work upon his life. And he who was confused became an evangelist. That is how I know. 
that it doesn't matter how much the devil has been oppressing and suppressing you. Today, you are coming out of oblivion. I said you are coming out of oblivion. In the mighty name of Jesus. Now, Lift your right hand. Because the Holy Ghost is telling me to pray that so many of you, you are going to be a voice. Amen? Amen. A voice, a voice, a voice. Could be in your workplace, in the city, in the nation, at whatever level God has programmed you to be a voice. I announce in the name of Jesus. That grace is released upon your life. Amen. That grace is released upon your life. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Please, can I hear a loud shout of amen? Amen. Please rise on your feet. Listen. Veteran. Those of you whose spiritual lives have been up and down, or you have been victims of evil dreams. Or you have been struggling to pray or study the Bible. And if you have this kind of experience whereby fear grips you whenever you think of fasting. Every time you think of fasting, there is a fear that grips you. Or if you have been disappointed, grieved, and injured emotionally, I want you to lift your right hand. Because I want to pray for your healing. To the glory of the name of the Lord. Father, look at these hands. Yes, Lord. I pray engaging your power for miracles. Mm. I am engaging your power for mighty deeds mm. to address every issue of concern in the lives of these women whose hands are lifted. Mm. Father, you are not a man and therefore you cannot be limited. It's not how loud we pray or how long we pray. It is really about your ability, Father. Mm. We therefore announce in the atmosphere of this grace that every woman whose hand is lifted is receiving spiritual and emotional healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Every attack of the devil on their spiritual lives, on their emotional life, I cross it in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Let there be change in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let there be breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout three times, I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. I receive my healing. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Listen. We'll be praying in the next few minutes.
I want you to open yourself up to Jehovah. And clean in faith to his power. Because Elizabeth said to Mary, Blessed is she that believes. She was talking to Mary. That you are blessed. Because you have believed. And the things that have been promised. Shall be performed upon you. Because you possess faith. It is all about faith. It's not about how much you squeeze yourself. But releasing yourself in faith to God. So he can do for you what he has desired for you. I want you first of all. To ask the Lord. To forgive you because of your lack of faith. That is where we are starting from. Father, many are the times when we switch between faith, doubt, faith, and doubt. Faith, sometimes we believe, sometimes we doubt. Now, for every time I have doubted, forgive me. Lift your voice. Everyone pray. Everyone pray. Everyone pray. I have doubted you many times in my mind. In my confessions, in what I speak, Father, forgive me. 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 Yes, for 
In Jesus precious name we have prayed hallelujah Father we thank you we give you praise glory and honor for all you have done for us this afternoon in Jesus name we have thanked him amen I'll just release you and say, go and enjoy all round rest in Jesus' name. Amen. And as you come back next month, you are coming back with your testimony in Jesus' name. Amen. May God take you safely back home in the name of Jesus. Amen. You came here safely and you are going back home safely and you are going to enjoy the goodness of the Lord all the days of your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Psalms 23 and verse number 6. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen.